0: welcome to leading with a brave heart a podcast that helps professional women build the confidence to lead with their hearts to lead with confidence and compassion i'm michelle johns and my mission is to help you find yourself and stop fixing yourself i'm so happy that you're here now onto the show In this episode, I'm going to talk about women in leadership programs. And I was thinking about this following on from our last few episodes talking about finding yourself instead of fixing yourself. And I was wondering do we need women's leadership programs? Now, I work in this space, so I have a vested interest, but I ask myself objectively because there's a debate about whether these programs are helpful or harmful whether they have an impact at all on gender diversity in leadership, and if they're really just tick-the-box exercises. So in this episode, I will discuss this topic, share my thoughts, and how we can, I guess, empower women more and get the results we're also looking for in the workplace. Now, this episode could also be useful for you if you've been told you're not confident enough, you need to lean in more, or you need to speak up more. And this could be helpful if you've been sent to a women's leadership course or you've been part of a program and you went back to work and not much changed. Now, even if you applied some of the strategies, nothing changed around you. So this episode is going to discuss this topic of do we need women's leadership programs, but also I'll share some things that might be helpful for you in the workplace if you're having these sort of Um, labels or things asked of you to be um, doing something different. If you've been asked to do those things like lean in more, get more confident, speak up more and so on. So maybe you've also had a different experience when you went back to work after a leadership course or a leadership program, there was also support from your leader and the management Maybe the men in your organisation also had some training or a course or some coaching that they also needed to support the change to be able to achieve those gender diversity results or changes in your organisation. So these women's leadership programmes are definitely more effective when there are other programmes or support in place or if the culture is different when you start from the outset. In saying that, there's also... Some merit, I guess, in consciously working on what is in your control, even if your organization doesn't have other programs like the ones where men are also exposed to uh, what you're learning or um, gender diversity topics and so on. So, if your organization has a leadership program or supports you with a leadership course, if you go into that with the intention to do what you can to support yourself, to understand yourself better, and how to navigate the male-dominated corporate world, it could be a useful program for you. And other things in those programs like leadership concepts, strategies, and skills may also be um, beneficial for you to attend. It's when they're not about asking you to become something or someone you're not, when it's about finding yourself, not fixing yourself, um, I've said that a lot over the last few weeks. So, learning more about you and how you show up, what kind of leader you want to be, what leadership means to you, and your authentic style or your natural style. Because if you're creating awareness of yourself, doing what's in your control, taking actions that get you to find your own voice, become familiar with yourself more, the things that you're really awesome at and the things that you find challenging. When you become more intimate with yourself, it's always a positive thing to do. So considering those leadership programs and going in with an intention, if you see from the outset that you're being asked to learn new things that are not within your style, you know, you can take from that, a different learning or you can take from that how you might challenge that. Um, You may just observe what else is going on around you but if you go in with the conscious intention to be true to yourself then you can get a lot out of those programs. Now coupled with of course becoming more aware of what's going on around you. So when I say, of course, it's always within the context that you're in. So you might be at a leadership course and they know nothing about your organisation. If you worked with me, I wouldn't necessarily know anything about your particular context. So if you always go into those situations, thinking about, and what does that mean for me in the organisation I'm in, in the culture that I'm in, what gender or other biases are recognisable in your workplace, Because this can firstly stop you to continually believe that it's you and not the environment, um, but also help you to determine what you can do or what conversations can you have with people at work, including your manager, a trusted mentor, a colleague, um, even your HR or people and culture department, and what support can you ask for? And what support would be beneficial to ask for as well. So for um, real sustainable change in those workplaces that we're talking about, where there is some, uh, I guess, bias or systemic bias going on, if you want change in those environments, men need to step up. They need to be the ones to step in and stand up for you or be the ones to speak up, not you, but to do that on your behalf, to give you a voice or a spot at the table or um, yeah, a space there at the table. And maybe they only need to do it once just to set the scene, because it can be quite powerful if a senior male leader just says in one meeting, hey, Michelle had something to say before you interrupted. I'd like to hear what she has to say first. Or something like that. There's so many different ways that a senior leader could speak up or um, lean in for you so that you don't have to do it. And then from there on, it sets the scene. Hey, this is expected now. Now, often in meetings, women say something and they're interrupted or they get shut down or when they do speak, there's microaggressions or plain outright misogyny and no one says anything. This happens because mainly it's a bit awkward, people don't know what to say, or they don't want to create conflict, or it's the leaders doing it and setting that scene. And they may just want to protect their job. They they may not be speaking up um, because they may feel they're also at risk and they have to also be like their leaders. So it's so much more powerful when the leaders are the ones to do that. And that's right the men just have to speak up uh, uh, and in these environments and sometimes we go to leadership programs and we think we get told we have to go in and speak up and we have to be louder and we have to lean in and we have to do all these things and appear more confident but in fact when we try those strategies they don't always work because when we speak louder in a meeting then suddenly you're being labeled as um, pushy or aggressive, um, if you speak up and you've got a shaky voice, then you might be considered emotional. Um, there's all sorts of labels that go on. And if you appear and go in and be over confident or more confident than you usually are in terms of your persona, then people start to say, oh, she's too confident. She's overconfident. She's full of herself. And it's not actually Perceive the same way as it would be if you were one of the men in the workplace now these are the workplaces where there is a systemic or gender bias going on and that's why as well as leadership programs in those organizations we need men to do the program or <laughs> understand what's in the program and why whether that's through some training coaching and mentoring now you may be lucky, well I shouldn't say lucky, you may be in a workplace where this is already happening and that's awesome and we need more of that. So keep having those conversations with your, your friends who are in other organisations and get the word out there. And it's, it is it is changing, I'm seeing it change and I'm speaking to organisations where some of these strategies are really working, especially the senior leader one speaking up in meetings. But if you're not in one of those organisations, I really hope this episode helps you, especially um, if you're someone who's thinking I'm not confident enough or I don't lean in enough or I should speak up more, because maybe that isn't the answer. Um, I also hope sharing my opinion on this can help you just have a conversation at work if you need to. So until next time, have an awesome day and I'll catch you uh, at the next episode. Oh, and before I go, the next few episodes are going to be a little off the topic of finding and fixing yourself. I've been doing those for a few weeks. So we're going to do some practical things around if you're a new leader, how do you speak up with your leaders, be one of their peers, and how do you um, lead team of people that perhaps used to be your peers or maybe they're a bit older than you so some practical episodes coming up around around strategies for those situations so look out for those and uh, have an awesome day